listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Can you tell I'm wearing my mask right now? Yes. You th- can you tell that? Yes, yeah. because it's it's because it's pushing down on your nose. Yeah. And you can hear a little bit. Just little a bit. little bit. Of, just a little bit, but not bad, though. Your bit. voice still sounds melodious. And Thank ple- you. And pleasing. Thank you. Yeah, a little congested. Yeah, it does sound a little bit like that right a little, now. Right? A little on the congested side. But at least I'm not part of the problem, Paul, like you, because you don't have your mask yes, on Yes, I right don't, know, but, I, but we are six feet apart. <laughs> so, All right, now it's down. Thank, right. hey, by the way, thanks to everybody who came out on Saturday for our Cause for Pause event. And uh, understanding us through our masks, because we did wear masks. That was the first day that a uh, a requirement to wear masks in a public area you know, I didn't took even, effect. I didn't even think about that when I got there. Um, that earlier in the morning, yeah, that mask law had taken effect. And, uh, you know, we were just kind of going to do that anyway right. as a courtesy. And we, every, everybody, we had a, a bunch of people. It was like our, well, it was our second event uh, since we sort of got out again. And Since they let us out of the room. Yes. And we had, a, we had a, a good number of promotions people there and some sales people there and everything, made sure everything ran smoothly. And it did run very smoothly. And, yeah, pretty much everybody had masks. I mean, we were, we were sanitized as you could be, man. I forgot my mask, so I had to, have, I had to wear one of those disposable, like, little paper ones yeah. um, because I was on my motorcycle. And I, I, I made it a point. I said to myself, okay, I'm going to put a mask in my pocket and then ride over there, do my thing, put my mask on. Then I realized I'm riding a motorcycle. Like, you know, 60 miles an hour down the road, wearing a mask, you know, over my face, I wouldn't be able to brood or anything like that. And it seems sort of counterproductive to ride through the city with no mask on on a motorcycle, then get somewhere, put the mask on. Like all of the debris and stuff that I breathe in regularly while riding the motorcycle, I just, I don't know that I feel safe. Well, is that (laughs) any safer? Kind of like that thing where there's nothing funnier than seeing somebody with a mask on and then seeing them pull it down so they can take a drag on their cigarette. Yeah, it's sort of of a weird thing. Like here's, Here's one for you. As I was coming down 101 on Friday... I passed, and I rarely see this anymore because it's frowned upon now, is uh, I saw like four teenagers riding in the back, in the bed of a pickup truck. Right. Down 101, like at 70 miles an hour, which is very unsafe. Let's right. face and, and it. it used, I think it's technically still illegal. I, I think it is no illegal, seat belts. right? Yeah, there's no seatbelts. But they were wearing mm. masks, which and, and, I thought was fantastic. It's like, okay, so they're safe from coronavirus. Which is nice. Yeah, I, and, and again, I, where I was going with my motorcycle talk was I was I was riding on my way over to uh, to Tempe Marketplace, and I literally saw a guy in a full dresser, Harley Davidson, beautiful bike. I mean, probably a thirty thousand dollar motorcycle, wearing shorts, flip flops, <laughs> oh god, a tank top, no helmet. Okay, but he had a mask on. <laughs> So he's safe. So he's yeah. He's, yeah. he's very concerned with his safety. Uh, um, you know what? By the way, if you're cons- if you're if you're not convinced that riding a motorcycle like that with shorts and flip flops is dangerous, Google the name Kerry Von Erich. Oh yeah, and we'll go from there. Alrighty then. Be toasty. What do you think it was on Saturday when we were out uh, for cause for pause? Well, I know a little later on in the afternoon when I got my truck, it said 111, but that's because it's a truck and it's metal. But it was probably mid, you know, 108, 106, yeah. 106, between 106 and 110. Yeah, it was toasty out there. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Fulton Homes, we gave away the dog booties. We have more of that coming up. You didn't notice my tan from being out on the motorcycle for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I got the I got the, bike, the biker tan on the forearms and on the face a little bit. A little sunsick a little before bit. the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, so we were out there. So I met some nice people. And it was We did it like a drive-through event, and we did have a wrong way driver. Yes, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, so 
We were talking to people, asking them if they had heard about all the Aunt Jemima stuff, because they're going to change Aunt Jemima completely and get rid of the, the symbol and the mascot and everything. So we asked people about that, and pretty much to a person, everybody knew about what was going on. But the next question we asked was a little bit more difficult for them. Have you heard about all this Aunt Jemima stuff? Yes. Spell Jemima. <laughs> J-A-M-I-A. J-E-M. Hmm. J-E-M-I-M-I-A, I believe. G-E-M or J-E-M. I forgot where I was at. <laughs> uh, J-E-M-I-A. <laughs> J-A-M. A M A. Oh gosh. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> Can you spell Jemima? Uh, J E M I A H. Can you spell Jemima? No. <laughs> oh gosh. G E M M A. No M I. J A M I M E Jemima. There's an A in there. No, I messed that up. <laughs> J E M I M A. J E M I M A. J A M I M A. Nope. How do you spell Jemima? Jemima? Uh. Okay, J A M I N A? Jemima? No. G E L I C I O U S. Delicious. That's how I spell Jemima. It was J E M I M A. Yeah. That. Is the way you spell it. I had some pancakes this weekend. Did you really? Did you we, have? Do you have Aunt Jemima? We did not have Aunt Jemima. We had a different syrup in the in the cupboard, but uh, it was delicious. So now my question to this is: If you are if you're eating pancakes and enjoying pancakes, are you sort of obligated to throw away the Aunt Jemima that you still have, or can you use it? Is there Listen, are you are you grandfathered in, so to speak? I believe uh, fiscal responsibility overtakes things here. You've got to finish that bottle. You can't okay. just buy it and then throw it away. You got to finish the bottle. All right. Tear the label. Soak the label off. Soak okay. it in hot water. And okay. Peel that label off. I, I guess. <laughs> I, I, again, I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have any frame of reference here. This whole thing seems very silly to me. Well, Uncle Ben's days are numbered. I yeah, think we Uncle can Ben, say that. the cream of wheat guy. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a whole bunch of this stuff yeah. that's going to go Eskimo away. Eskimo pie went away over the weekend. I heard that, yeah. 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 Eventually, we'll lose the Boston Celtics <laughs> leprechaun. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. How long will the Redskins last? Uh, yeah, that, that is actually it's a great question. I've wondered that a lot in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. For a story time here, and we had a little phone problem there. So well, that's a, it's a Monday. We got these these uh, I think internet phones that they're down right now. So it'll take about five minutes for them to reboot. reboot. I'm sure. But um, so if you're calling and it's ringing, we're not ignoring you. It's just that our <laughs> phone uh, we don't know that it's ringing. Yeah. Um, all right. So should I tell I'll, my I'll, should, I, should I tell my story about the hero dog? I, you know, a couple weeks ago you deferred. Um, to me, for a story, because you thought it was interesting, more interesting than anything I could come up with or, or you could come up with. Right. I'm going to do the same thing here because <clears throat> I love cool, dogs. Cool I love dogs. Too. And your dog was a hero, and I love it. Yeah. Patch, our, our rescue, you know, she's been with us for four weeks now, four weeks and a couple of days. I mean, totally acclimated, loves, you know, she, it's just doing great. That's awesome. And she's a terrific dog. She's about 60, 60 65 pounds. Yeah, she looks like she's uh, some sort of a shepherd mix. She's an Australian shepherd, and there's definitely golden in there, too. Golden okay. retriever. Yeah. So... 
Uh, on Friday, my wife's been working 410, so she has Friday off. So okay. So we've been taking Patch, that's the dog, Patch to the dog park. Right. And she loves it. I mean, she's she's a take-charge dog. I was I was stunned at how she's not afraid of anything. She's well, she's a shepherd. The those, those, she, those shepherds, they have that sort of been built into them. Yeah, she's herding. She's cutting dogs off from running too far out away from anybody. It's really interesting to watch. Yeah. So she goes running off on Friday. My wife takes her over, you know, my wife takes her over to the dog park on Friday morning. I'm here working. And Patch, Patch goes running off, okay, doing doing her thing. My wife's talking to somebody who's about, I don't know, 10 yards away. They're kind of exchanging pleasantries and so forth. Oh, what's your dog's name, this and that. All of a sudden, there's a Rhodesian Ridgeback coming from the right side and another Rhodesian Ridgeback coming from the left side. And these dogs go about 80, 90 pounds. Yeah. And, we, and they're muscular. If you've ever known anything about a Rhodesian Ridgeback, these Rhodesians, they've been trying to invade this country <laughs> for decades. And I, I think we should declare right. some sort of a sanction against right. Rhodesia, wherever that is. Rhodesian Ridgebacks, the most alliterative of all dogs. Yes, exactly. Um, they start, and they're about 15 yards away from my wife, but they start sort of inching a little bit closer, and they're sort of squaring off for some aggressive play. And sometimes it's hard to tell what's play and what's aggression when dogs are getting together. And when they're that big, too, yeah. you know, sometimes it's misinterpreted. And my wife's telling me that all of a sudden, these these guys are just kind of going at it, and if and it's amazing how fast dogs can move in a circle going backwards yes. when they're tangled up together. And when there's two of the same breed, it's almost like a dance, like it's one thing yes. when, when multiple breed dogs are playing and running around and jumping around. It's one thing. But when two of the same breed are having aggressive horseplay, it literally is a dance. And, and they move elegantly and gracefully amongst each other. It's amazing to yeah. watch. Yeah. Um, my wife said, she's telling me this. She goes, she goes I know I'm going to sound like a spaz here, but... They were on me in two seconds. They just came crashing into her. And and the, the next day we went to the park also. And if you watch these dogs go at it, they move at lightning speed yes. when they're to, you know together. Like remarkably agile it, for big dogs. It didn't surprise me at all that you could get taken by surprise. Yes. And so they crash into her. She goes down. She hears something pop in her leg. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound good. And she goes, she goes that that wasn't that was bad enough. But then these two dogs are still going at each other, and they're above me. She goes, they're right over me, oh, and boy. I'm I'm scared that male or female. Uh, she didn't. Uh, she didn't know. I, I'm not sure. She she was covering her face and neck. Yeah, because there's a potential head wound there. Yeah, that could happen if they were males. Yeah. Well, you know, and also you're you're you don't want to spook them. And then have them start turn on you and right, start exactly. fighting and everything. Yeah. So and, she's and to a, make this clear, they were not fighting, and this wasn't an aggressive thing. They were playing. Playing. Right. And But it's an aggressive type of play. Sure. And then, all of a sudden, the Rhodesian Ridgebacks were gone. What happened? Because charging from the other side of the dog park, hundreds of yards away, huh. came Patch, no the kidding. hero dog, oh. separated the Rhodesian Ridgebacks and then chased them off. Look at that. Aggressively? Um, just commandingly. All right. That's the way she is there. And it's, it was, yeah, it's a great story. My wife was, she's not okay, actually. We went to, we were able to, here's the miracle of the story. We got an ap- appointment with an orthopedist that day. Wow. That's a miracle. Yeah, that's heroic in and of itself. <laughs> and, and she tore her hamstring. Ouch. Going down. Yeah, well, which is pretty painful. Well, and and she's, and she's a, not going to be ready till like week seven of the season. 
Yeah, no, we're we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to draft another kicker. Uh, is what's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. listed as day to day, but then again, <laughs> yes. aren't we all? She is. But I just thought I was like, man, what a great story. I don't know how Patch knew that this was going on because she was all the way across on the other side of the park, but she came tearing over, got in between the dogs, moved them aside, and then just stood there over my wife. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. what your dog does. That it was. She, yeah, your your wife is Patch's person, and she's gonna yep. do whatever she needs to do. Exactly. To make sure her person is okay. So, that is awesome. Yeah. Good Sem- dog. Good papa. Semi-happy ending with a three to six month recovery time yeah. <laughs> until yeah. everybody's all happy and normal again. Well, at this point, you give her a good cookie and tell her she did a great job. Scratch her behind job. the ears. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. You may have missed it over the weekend. Uh, a lot of municipalities have instituted the uh, you must wear a face mask, face protection in public. Right, well, how about Maricopa County? I didn't see that coming. They were talking about, you know, this city is going to have a city council meeting and vote on it. In Tucson, they've already done. And then all of a sudden, Maricopa County and say, comes in and says the whole county. So that includes, you know, Tempe, Chandler, yeah. Phoenix, everybody. Yeah. So basically. It's, it's, so you got that law. Essentially. And it was weird because I um, I went out on Saturday after we did our event. I was on my motorcycle and I was I was just noticing, you know, red lights and stuff like that. Everybody on the streets was all of a sudden masked up. I'm like, the hell happened? Like, is, was there was there some sort of a contagion? Are we supposed to wear masks just outside in general? I, I yes. think so. Yeah. Yes. Not a fucking chance. <laughs> okay. Hey, just in case you missed his reaction, his decision. Not a fucking chance. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a uh, that'll be interesting when the, when the when the police officer pulls you over or whomever is is charged at, at uh, enforcing this weird rule. Is do you know that there's uh, that there's a mask ordinance? Yes. Uh, do you have any plans to comply with this mask ordinance? Mm, no. Uh, no. Not a fucking chance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now, uh, what's the but, fine? Is it because in some places it's like two hundred and fifty dollars? I, I don't, don't know if it is here, but I know in some places in the country they're doing that. I don't know what the penalty is, right? But if you think you're going to get away without wearing a mask, right? There is a special unit in place to make sure you do wear your mask. There is. Oh yeah, there absolutely is. Oh no. Why? The mask police. Why you do this to me, yeah. Jimmy? Here On a go. Monday, really? The mask police, they make me cover my face. Stop. The mask police, they keep my mask in its place. Jesus. The mask police, they're always right on the case. Oh, no. Yeah, that, they have this Can we new make unit. They, stop it. Don't do that. Highly trained. No. They had a 48-hour <laughs> cram session over the weekend. <laughs> and uh, will the mask police work? Will the mask police work? Not a f***ing chance. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so either. You know what the best part of that entire bit was? That the was, ending of it? That was short. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, like I said earlier, it's too crazy to keep up with right now. The struggle is real if you're a morning radio show host. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> this, 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 it, I, there's just so much going on right now, and it's all revolving around one or two things. Right. There's all these different offshoots of everything that's happened. Like uh, what's his name? Uh, he was in the Kings of Comedy. D.L. Hughley was uh, in the Kings of Comedy movie originally. I think that's where yeah, he came out okay. with, with Cedric the Entertainer and all those guys. Yeah, he's, he, yeah he, does, he does all right for himself. Yeah. they All those guys in that movie went on to pretty big careers. Yeah, but, sure. Um, D.L. Hughley, the comedian, collapsed on stage this weekend. And then they took him to hospital and he tested positive for coronavirus. But that wasn't what made him collapse. He said he was asymptomatic, no sore throat, no shortness of breath or anything like that. Right. He just passed out from the usual celebrity malady, which is exhaustion and dehydration. Which, by the way, just for those that are new to the radio radio program, know that that is 
um, a euphemism for somebody that is either intoxicated or 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 high or whatever it is. That's usually it's it's the standard exhaustion and dehydration. I don't think that was the case in the D.L. Hughley situation. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, if it wasn't a euphemism for that, it would be a simple solution each time. Sleep. And, and water. Drink, drink some water, yeah. <laughs> so whatever it is, you know. I mean, how exhausted can a comedian be? I mean, they've got 23 hours a day to do other things. You know what I mean? I, I, I will tell you that I am a fan of D.L. Hughley, and I want him to stay well because as long as he is alive and healthy, there's a chance that he may make Soul Plane 2. Because <laughs> I've been waiting for the sequel. By the way, that laugh that laugh was more was more pronounced than anything that happened in Soul Plane. Yeah. Uh, Soul Plane, yeah. That one Soul of our, Plane! One of our cinematic classics yeah. there. How the Academy but, overlooked that one is a tragedy. You know what really sucks, though, no. is that uh, he collapsed at a really inopportune time during his comedy set. Right. He had just said, hey, what's the difference between a gay and a straight <laughs> rodeo? And then he fell over and collapsed. And so now we'll never know. And the audience was like... What, what is, is the, the difference? difference? Yes, come on, come man. On. I mean, you know, that's a cliffhanger. you got to wonder if he'll like, you know, give people an opportunity, a voucher to finish the show so they I can know. get the end of that joke. Like a, do, do you know the difference, Paul? Uh, I do. Interesting. Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. Tom Petty Estate has a lawsuit going right now with the president for using I Won't Back Down at his rallies. Yeah, what people don't understand is when you play a song in public like that, there's a publishing royalty that has to be paid. And I believe you have to get permission. If you read your CD or your album, there's like that little fine print in the bottom, and it'll say license for personal use only. Any public, like we have to pay to play music on the radio. Yeah. And so when you play something in a public place, like a bar or something like that, there's a royalty that has to be paid, and and the the Petty family doesn't want their song played, even if they're paid the royalty. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, speaking of CDs, all you, all your CDs were on display on Friday evening. They were they were behind you, or some of your CDs. Some of them, yeah. When, some of them, yeah. We, we did another Mark and Neanderthal imbibe at five Zoom happy hour with Modelo. And it was fun. We had a, a good bunch on with us. You know, some people kind of, you know, spent 20 minutes with us, then had to go. Then somebody else would come in. But uh, Cookie spent quite a bit of time with us again, again this she's, week. She's become the new Boomer. Remember Boomer, <laughs> yeah. that guy that used to yes. call us all the time? Yes. He, he would call us constantly. And he'd be, hey, man, what's going on? Well, Cookie is now the imbibed version of Boomer. Yes, she was on with us. And, uh, you know, Cookie was... Uh, uh, She's had quite a checkered past, um, you know, some some addictions. Some, She's uh, recovered from all of them. Well, most vi- of them. Most many, of them. many vices, <laughs> many vices of which she still indulges. I, I think we I think we referenced it here and you had a good line at the end in this first one. My daughter thought I had it because I was down for almost eight weeks back in last year and uh, late August all the way through to uh, just before Halloween. Even the doctors didn't even know what type of virus I had. Could have been anything, though, given your history. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think I'm immune. I'm pretty much immune to anything because I got so much alcohol and pot in me now. Yeah, well, again, again, she's she's recovered from right. all the important vices. Yes. So, uh, and then another time we, we were talking, uh, I think Charlton was on with us, and he was talking about, uh, you know, him and his wife splitting up after like 30 years. And then you started talking about you and your wife splitting up and how, you know, she kind of did you dirty by leaving the dogs, <laughs> but taking your, your get smart. What was it? Your Get Smart My DVD, Get Smart DVD box, box set. set. Yeah. That's right. And, and Cookie commented on that, and it went from there. Yeah, I'm shocked that she chose to take my Get Smart DVD box set over the dogs. You're kidding. That I is could, a lot. I wish I could he tell you I was, was kidding. He was out to hurt you. I also wish... <laughs> 
like I said, my my second husband, my first marriage lasted three months. My second marriage, we waited 22 years, and and now he's passed. So that that first marriage, Cookie, what did you just grow apart? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, this. You know what I like is we are we are unqualified jerks. I mean, every time somebody says something and they try to share something nice, we immediately just jump mm-hmm. on them like a pack of wild dogs. That's the job. So we're just trying to, <laughs> trying to do the gig, just doing our job. You know what we should do? We should talk about stupid people. Yeah. They're everywhere. Some of them are wearing masks. Some of them are not. We're all equal in this one. The Mark and Neanderthal, dumbass of the day, does not discriminate. Nope. You know, not too long ago, David Prim was riding high. Oh, yeah? Yep. Prim, get in here. The Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania man, David Prim, was the commander of the American Legion Post in Smithton. Oh, well, thank you for your service. Yeah, Smithton's about 30 miles uh, away away from Pittsburgh, that area of the country. Oh, Yin's hanging out at the uh, Legion Post then. Yeah, about 30 miles from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. So, well, now... A lot of Donnie Iris on the jukebox there. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, though, David has nothing but hard feelings for his former post. And why that? After being accused of numerous undisclosed violations, and I'll bet some malfeasance also. Yeah, my guess is he is a perpetrator of all kinds of dastardly deeds. Yes, that's what they said. The rest of the organization got together. They not only removed David from his position as commander, Uh-oh. they banned him from the Legion oh. for, for life. That means no cheap beer on Sundays yep. for you, David. I know. No more burger nights. Oh, that's the worst. So to take revenge, David visited the Legion Hall and poured black engine oil all down the walkway. Well, that's like, just mean. Like 50 feet of it. That's not cool. It caused $2,000 in damage. That's mean yep. is what that is. Now, nobody saw David do it because no nobody was around because the hall's been closed due to coronavirus. Well, if you see something, say something. Well, however, uh, even though he was commander of the post at one time, you'd think that he would have remembered that they have surveillance cameras at this particular American Legion Hall. By the way, did you at any point refer to him as Commander Prim? Because that's what I have going through my head. (laughs) Commander Prim! Sounds like a Star Trek character. it does. Yep, so when police asked the uh, the Legion Hall guys, hey, do you know anybody who might want to damage the hall? They were like, yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, we do. <laughs> His name is Prim. C- Commander Prim. And here he is on video. Oh, so police went right to David's place, and they even found the flannel shirt and the hat he was wearing that day of the oil spill. So you're saying he was dressed prim and proper? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You're welcome. Yep, David will have his initial court appearance in August. David Prim, he's gone from commander to the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. And Epstein didn't kill himself. Dumbass of the Day is sponsored by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson at ArrowheadHarley.com. You'll see it at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. weekend we talked to some folks at our cause for pause event about aunt jemima and everybody was everybody was very aware of that story i was surprised it was like pretty much a hundred percent well it's it's a that's a story we all care about somebody screwing with our pancake syrup pancake syrup pancake syrup is important i, I had pancakes yesterday it was my See? father's day treat you yep. know and did you man, drop some aunt jemima on it uh, you know what we didn't have aunt jemima but oh. you know syrup on pancakes 
Yeah. They're not. It, it, it's nothing if you don't have the syrup. You I got to have it. I'm with you. Yeah. I get it. So uh, Aunt Jemima is going to go away. Now, who else is who else is being looked at? We lost, um, what is it, Eskimo Pie. Eskimo Pies, which are ice creams. Weekend. Ice creams, yeah. They said they're going to do away with that. Change uh, the name. Uncle Ben looks like Uncle Ben is going to go away. Uncle Ben's days are numbered, yep. as we said earlier. It looks like that's going to be the case. Now, here's one that, that was very shocking to me. And I posed the question, and I found out I literally was today years old when I learned that Mrs. Butterworth is also African-American. See, I was not. Did you know that? I was not aware of that. I didn't know that. I had no idea. By the way, let me just point this out, and I, I think I'm going to take a very bold stance here oh? and, and, and announce this, and I have no problem announcing this on the airwaves of KSLX. Racism is bad. <laughs> all right? On all fronts. All right? Racism, that is, racism, that is a, a dynamic, bold yes. stance. I'm not afraid to make yeah. this. I'm, I'm taking a position here, and, I'm, I, and I stand by it. That follows your proclamation that murder is wrong. Right, yes. Yeah. I think those are two things. Look, if I were running for public office, those would be probably prime tenets of my candidacy. <laughs> racism is bad, all right? I don't know that changing the icons for pancake syrup is solving the problem, but okay, if, if you feel that this is the step in the right direction, have at it. However... I never once considered the racist overtones of Aunt Jemima or Mrs. Butterworth. But here's something I learned today. Mrs. Butterworth is based upon another character in Gone with the Wind. I didn't realize that. Aunt Jemima is allegedly based on, or at least in close reference to, the slave character character. of of Mammy. You know, I don't know. I don't know nothing about birth and no kids. The mammy and character. I, I certainly, you know, I, you know, I'm not blind. There were certainly racist overtones to certainly the older logo of of oh, right, Aunt right, Jemima. right. Absolutely. No, I get it, but but I never, but I don't have racism in my heart, so I don't see that. But what I saw, what I saw was weird. I'm sorry. Let me get my violin. Out. No, no, no. I mean, I just don't. I don't. I don't. I never really thought of it that way. I never thought like I didn't know how to put racist overtones into pancake syrup. Like I just don't put the connect. The connection doesn't exist the, for me. The Mrs. Butterworth thing confuses me very I, much. I, so because she's based on Prissy, which I guess is another character I've never seen with God well, with the Wind. That, that yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. And if you if you listen to Mrs. Butterworth, um, I I don't I don't get any racist. Feel from it, you know, or any any anything that's any stereotypes. My syrup is very thick and rich, twice as thick as the leading syrup. Hmm. Yeah. Well, she is a braggart. I will say bit, that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she's super conceited. I would think so. Yeah. But is she's that a talking... reason to change her bottle? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, again, I didn't know Mrs. Butterworth was an African American. Uh, a symbol of oppression and racism. And I find, you know, I really think that big syrup should be called into question because there's an inordinate amount of racism in the syrup right. industry. Well, okay, just an update on other syrups. Log Cabin is going right. to be allowed to keep its name. Right. But they are demanding that the structure be brought up to code. Okay, and, yes. And ramps installed to right. make it accessible right. to everybody. Yeah, and the Vermont maid will no longer be photographed wearing a short skirt and <laughs> suspenders and pigtails and because... A, and a feather duster. Yeah, it seems... It seems <laughs> A little bit on the objectifying side, so. so yeah, there you go. There's Ridiculous. your syrup update. Yeah, syrup is going to be the key to ending erasing racism in America. I had it yesterday. It's still delicious, by yeah. the way. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. My syrup is very thick. All right, enough, rich. Mrs. Butterworth. Price That's enough. Thick is the leading yeah, syrup. you're great. Settle down. One hundred point seven KSLX. Really, this, this is me saying the call letters with the mask on. Yeah, you can hear it. It sounds like it. And one hundred point seven KSLX. This is mask off. Right see now. how see how much how much clearer that is, and it doesn't sound bit, like it yeah. doesn't sound like you have a pillow over your head. Yeah, and I've got a pretty thin mask too. It's the uh, yeah, you know, it's the gator deal that I got going here. Yeah, 
Um, so they passed. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Here's a question. All right. They've got a mask, a mandatory mask mandate for Maricopa County. Right? That's a lot of alliteration. I know it. Yeah. Uh, there is now, I believe, in Chandler, they have a mandatory mask mandate. Well, if it's in Maricopa County, it, it overlaps, it counted, right? right? Yeah, it, it should be. It's yeah. a countywide, and if you're in, you know, it's like state and federal law. And if you go into Costco. They make you wear a mask when you go in, right? So now we're up to three masks? Three masks. Where do you wear all these masks? And what, well, will one every, take care everywhere. of it? The answer is everywhere. <laughs> the answer is everywhere. Or maybe just one will take care of it? Are you going to have to do your, know. your summer mask, your winter mask? <laughs> yes. Can you wear a white mask after Labor Day? What, when they, like Maricopa County swooped in like like Batman or something, nobody was... Nobody saw them coming. It was like the- <laughs> you couldn't hear them coming because they were talking with a mask over their face. It was like the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody yeah. saw Maricopa <laughs> County swooping in and beating everybody to yeah. a mandatory mask mandate. Yeah, but they did. So that kind of makes it a moot point for all the towns because all the towns are in Maricopa County. Make it clear right now, and I think you and I are in agreement on this. That we, there are rare times when this happens, but I hate wearing a mask. I think it's a pain in the ass. I don't want to do it. I do it. Yeah, my, it's not you know that what? it's not that big an imposition, and us crying about it, about having to wear a mask temporarily over your face I, for a couple of minutes, is the ultimate in spoiled American entitled. I, you know, I kind of think that part of it for me, you know, hell, I'm 59. I I got I pick my battles now. You know, yeah, I, gotta, I, I guess. Pick, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna pick which hill I'm I, gonna die on. Exactly. Right? You're, you're, it's like me with the racism and my syrup. I got. I know that I've got. I know that I've got like twenty years left on this rock. If I'm lucky, if I continue to eat as healthy as I have been, I can't worry about it. I really can't. So I put the mask on. Is it a pain right. in the? Yeah, I don't like wearing pants either, but I do that. And I don't do it for me. I do it for you because right. we're all in this together. Hey, what's going on? Well, I just going to talk about this mask thing. This uh, asinine mask thing. So you're happy about you know, it? When it first, <laughs> oh, I'm just thrilled to death. Um, Sounds like it. <laughs> you know, when this all first started, everybody told us, you know, the big thing was don't touch your face. Okay, if you got a mask on, how many more times a day are you going to touch your face? Because uh. this mask's driving you crazy. Mm. You know, obviously you're opposed to the mask thing. Are you going to wear one? No. You know who's going to come and get you? Uh, the mask police. I heard the song. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm going to have nightmares tonight, you know, as I'm sleeping. Uh, the mask police coming in looking for me. The mask police, they oh, make me Jesus. cover my face. Stop it. The mask police, they keep my mask in its place. Huh. The mask police, they're always right on the case. Oh, no. You had to, didn't you? Yeah, you know, I kind of did have to. You know what I think of when I hear that song? What? I think uh, Cheap Trick got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, huh? Huh. Yeah, because that nine seconds of uh, of your your aqua, uh, appropriation of their music accurately represents their entire musical accomplishment. Yeah, I just never did quite understand that one. Jesus, man. Please don't do that again. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... 
You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.